It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment rights. Welcome to two full hours of Gun Owners Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz will teach you about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your rights to keep and bear arms. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with questions to learn how to become a sponsor of Gun Owners Radio and get involved. Together, we will win. Now here's your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Well, I tell you what, folks. Does selling your home stress you out? Well, it doesn't have to be that way. With Scott Vinson from Coldwell Banker Royal Realty, Scott is the perfect guy to help you sell or buy your home. Scott is also a San Diego County gun owner, board member, and has supported our efforts to defend and restore the Second Amendment from the start. So if you're moving, let fellow Second Amendment supporter and real estate broker Scott Vinson help you sell your home and find you a new home anywhere in the United States. Call him today at 619-948-2459. Tell him you heard it here on Gun Owners Radio. Call Scott at 619-948-2459 or online at scottvinson.com. That's V-I-N-S-O-N. Scott was at gun prom last night, Dave. You survived. Yeah. Of course, right. now you've already started on 22, right? Yeah. So seriously, yeah. I, we already, I, you think I'm kidding? I know you. Already have notes. We're already planning for uh, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. But I heard it was off the charts. I think so. Who? Somebody, you got some positive? My very critical wife and her little friends that sat at table 11. Oh, that's right. Nice. Yeah. I, I sent him in there. I said, I want to critique. You had spies? The food was, she said, was amazing. She said, there's I got chicken and beef. Yeah. You know, and she said the food was good. She, and for her to say she was stuffed, that said a lot. She yeah, said we, the auctions items were just off the charts. They were very, very cool. Yeah. Um, she said the whole event, and then you had the young, young lady that was- uh, that Daily. Was, We've interviewed her. I know. That's what I told her. She says, just tore her up. She says, man, I was in tears listening to her talk. Yeah. She was yeah. a very powerful message. Yeah. She was there with her dad and her grandparents. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause she lives uh, up north a little bit. Um, so how'd the town and country work out? Has it worked out good? I think it worked out really well. Um, we're, we're, we're stay tuned for, uh, well, I knew that. for the, the exact date, but the next one is next May already. Uh-huh. So uh, it's gonna be the same same venue because I think it worked out really really well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. excellent. All right. Yeah. So let's. Uh, we got a couple. Of people. We got uh, Joe. You were at Gun Prom. I was. I was. What'd you think? Uh, all the above. Thought it was wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it went really well. I, I got to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a while because uh, you know you get to see the there's there's annual people. Yeah. You know I got to see Morgan flying in from Idaho. Yeah. I got to see Joe Hollywood. Yeah, uh, we got to talk boots for a while. Got to talk hats with Scott, so it was, uh, yeah, it was good. That's... Yeah, Joe, Joe tried to get me to uh, Joe Holyfield. Holyfield, right? Yeah, he tried to get me. He was trying to get me to dance on the uh, on the dance floor. <laughs> uh, was he dancing on the dance? He floor? was dancing on the dance. So floor. he was well lubricated too. He was well lubricated. Yeah, he might have might have had a yeah, just a t- yeah, to put t- you up for auction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right, exactly. <laughs> and Ursula Williams, yep. welcome back. How are hey, you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank yeah. you so much. Did you have um, fun last night? Oh my god, I had so much fun. So name like, another event you've been to that's as much fun as Gun Prom. None. You I know, know. So, well, I got to dress up for one, um, and 
look, I still got all my fake nails from last look night. Look at you. Felt, oh, my God. Taking out my contacts, half drunk last night, was ah. like an adventure in itself. And but, couldn't uh, shoot a gun of your life depending you know on it with I those could, things. With this, I can I can still shoot. That's why I got them nice and short. But at the same time, it was like, oh, my God, this is so weird. This is not my norm. <laughs> hey, if but, Melissa uh, can shoot with her nails, you can shoot with I those know. nails. Right? And Melissa, <laughs> and I actually sitting in her seat tonight. But um, she, uh, she actually had a, like a knife fighting class today. That's why she's not here today. So she with, actually kind of dipped out of prom pretty With, with long okay. nails, with knife side cut. Hey, oh there should be no excuse. There should be. If I took <laughs> so, a knife fighting but, class, you know what I would bring? Uh, a gun. A gun. Run, running shoes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but prom last night was really awesome. You know, got to dress up and, you know, see some annual people and actually seen some people that I haven't seen in almost two years because, like, SHOT Show was canceled. Right. Yeah. NRA was canceled, right. you know, things like that. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to next year. Super fun and yeah, yeah, the auction items are all awesome. I know. How so, many gun how many guns did you auction like, off? Like uh thirty five. Forty? Almost forty, yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know it's like me and nine hundred other people. I think me and about 900 other people were okay. looking at that savage. Is this crying in his beer that he didn't win? <laughs> no, somebody won it. Yeah, I was <laughs> just going to say, you're crying in your beer. You didn't get it. How many tickets did you buy? Uh, I bought enough. I, yep. think, uh, I had enough fixed stack. <laughs> his, wife's, or, yeah. his wife's listening. So, uh-huh. so yeah. that savage was donated by Gunfighter Tactical. I, I got to say, Gunfighter Tactical was the, was the most talked about, again, Premier. every year. They always do custom. Yeah. They had a custom Glock that was the Vans, yeah, Vans yeah. themed. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. That was cool, right? Yeah. So one, okay. So since a uh, pregame, pregame of the tonight's show, we were chatting about some of the or some gripes or not even gripes, some concerns, things that um, pretty much that probably should be looked into. Maybe, Con- maybe not. Constructive criticism. Yeah. All right. So um, my whole thing because I saw that that seventeen and I'm like I didn't recognize the trigger because I didn't know if that was like. If that was Gunfighter's own, like, pr- proprietary trigger, their own aftermarket that they made, nobody knew at the table. I was like, well, can I at least dry fire it? They're like, no, you can't handle any guns. I'm like, uh, I'm not used to that. Not one bit. I'm maybe because I'm Welcome from Welcome to California. <laughs> I'm like, look, if I might put a bid in on this, I need to know, like, like how I feel before it. That'd be the first thing I change. And went, I still don't know. Should have went outside. We'd have to. It's, it's not a bad. Yeah. We'd have to. I don't know what we'd have to do. Because it's all in a square. I don't know. All right. We'll How about have that. a room? Yeah. How about have a, like a, an enclosed room with a door that's lockable? Why don't we just we'll just send you into the bathroom? You could. That works. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, it wasn't like I'm gonna be out there just waving it around. For like, hey, I just want to dry fire. Yeah, they to know see what you. The sugar they is. know you're gonna load it and shoot a pigeon. <laughs> if you can take <laughs> that pigeon, <laughs> you take that pigeon out. I'm buying this gun. <laughs> but it did look pretty cool. It was the checker van theme, so that was actually. That caught my eye. That uh, Savage, that one ten, mm-hmm. that was in six. Um, that was in six five. That was, was pretty cool. That yeah. was Gunfighter Tactical too. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we had Russ, who is just yeah. a listener, yep. and he worked really hard on on the gun that he donated. And he, he, I guess, he got to meet the guy that won it. And he was, oops, excuse me, guy was pretty excited about that. I'll mm-hmm. bet Russ is the best. If you're listening, isn't man, he amazing? Such a generous, nice guy. Yeah, he really, to really, say really. Hello to him. He gave Very me briefly. a fork from World War Two. A fork from World War II. He gave one for me and my wife. And guess what we used for dinner? Yeah, a <laughs> a World, World War II fork? You haven't lived until you've seen a fork from World War II. That's not something you hear about a whole lot. No, not yeah. one bit. But I was looking for the spoon and the knife. Gotta have the whole Maybe set. next year. That's what I'm hoping. My birthday. So before we go to a commercial break, everybody, uh, this week is San Diego County Gun Owners Monthly Meetings. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We have the Central, North, and South County meetings. 
Uh, go to San Diego County gunowners.com to check out and see when your meeting in is. In person? In person, <laughs> absolutely. Um, the uh, uh, And then uh, Orange County, your meeting's next week. So if you're listening from Orange County, go to orangecountygunowners.com. Check out when that is. And then, of course, Riverside and San Bernardino, which if you haven't heard, San, uh, Riverside and San Bernardino County gun owners, they are now combining to form Inland Empire gun owners to make things uh, more efficient, more uh, more cooperation. So check out the monthly meetings. This is this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where you okay. actually can get involved and do something rather than just complain about it. When so, is that going to happen, okay. Mike, with the um, Inland Empire? It will happen on uh, it, it, it's it's happening. Um, it'll fully happen. So they're going to have their Christmas party in December. And that we're actually going to roll out merchandise, Inland Empire merchandise, so it'll happen in the month of November, and it'll be fully okay done in December. It's kind of a gradual thing because you got to change the social media, you have to uh, you know do all the stuff. Yeah, that's so what just, that's what so I was wondering when all that's going to happen. It'll be fully done by December, yeah, cool. but it's uh, uh, you know it's uh, it's going to be a really good thing. You know, Inland Empire is San Bernardino and Riverside County. Most people live kind of on the border along the Interstate 10, uh, right along there, 15 Interstate 10. So, uh, you know, let's just do Inland Empire. But, you know, you don't have to figure out, like, well, gee, is this, am I a Riverside or something? Let's all just get together and fight the same fight. So, so yeah, so very, very excited about that. Anyway, I wanted to hit that before we went to the commercial break, Dave. Sounds like a plan, Sam. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You listen to Gun Owners Radio, and don't forget – more gun prom information right after this break on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Two years in the making. Our Second Amendment celebration dinner. And you survived. And we survived. That's the main thing. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone. And there's no guarantee that the justice system will be on your side. Make sure you are protected for the legal battle after your self-defense battle. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you. 24-7, 365 days a year with a comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. Listeners, get a free T-shirt when you use the code GUNOWNERSRADIO. Sign up today. Go to uslawshield.com. All right, back to the gun prom recap. And we're here with Ursula Williams, yep. three-gun yep. competition extraordinaire. Yeah. I like extraordinaire better. Thank you. Makes me sound. I do too. Yeah. Important, or makes you sound important. Makes me sound smart. <laughs> there we go. I'll I'll take that. And of um, course, we have Chris Chang in the studio too, but he's not quite here yet. He's going to be here, I think, in the next next segment. Mm-hmm. But so, are, yeah. did you just come to town for for gun prom? I did. Because, wow. Because somebody invited me to gun prom back in like March. That's when right. I came out on here. Yeah. air. If on I'm air. Not mistaken. Yep. So it wasn't an invite. It was a challenge. <laughs> You're like, hey, dress up and come talk guns. Yeah. Of course, duh. It was a gauntlet thrown. That was it. Was really fun. I had uh, it was a great experience, food wise. So I don't I eat meat or dairy or 
you know, that's yeah. another reason why I can afford ammo. Um, but <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you cut, you but cut out meal. meat and dairy to meat, afford dairy, ammo. Eggs, yeah, that's hey. a commitment. <laughs> so you brought <laughs> your own more. peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Is that no, what you're I totally would have. That's actually a hangover food for me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have <laughs> like, brought it. Not, no, but their um, their options were great. Um, I had a nice full like what was it three course meal, three four course meal. Yeah. Yeah. So, why are you, why yeah. are you looking at Joe? Yeah, Joe. Because I because I would know. Because right? he would say, know. If there's he, a he guy, was, <laughs> Mike was on stage talking most of the time. I'm, I'm not even sure if he ate. So like, I didn't. Which we went out for well, Mexican see, after. <laughs> so we count we count the salad. We count the uh, the meat and the chicken. We well, count the bread cauliflower, pudding, cauliflower steak, and some other veggies. Yeah, she doesn't eat meat. Steak. She doesn't and eat then I had, a, chicken. I had a bowl of fruit for dessert. So, and oh, yeah. you, had, you had different had courses wine. than I had. <laughs> you, you, know, you were not the only vegan there that day. I was not. Someone Actually, else told us about there the was uh, a cauliflower three, steak. There was like three others that was there, um, and they all started to follow me on Instagram. I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> so, like, meeting all these other, like, tactical vegans, which is great. So No, no, no. no. We yeah. actually just came up with a term. My buddy what? here, Paul, just came up with a term. What was it? Vegan. Vegan. Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I totally love it. I love it. That's awesome. See, yeah. There's but no. real the only reason he came. Yeah. You're right. Just he just come earned up. his keep that with that one. With that one line. Now right. he can sleep in the house tonight. Mm-hmm. He's off mic, but he's my buddy from high school. We went to high school together. Isn't that wow. amazing? Wow, I, I wasn't that amazing. Could you? If you saw me in high school and how I treated it, no, it wasn't that amazing. Could, could, could it's you, amazing I got out. Could you leave the room for about no, fifteen minutes? So, so and then we'll put him secrets. on air. No, we'll find out stories do. about Mike. Said. They're not. They're, they're all boring. Did you watch? <laughs> did you watch Red Dawn? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only reason he's your friend, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, all right, but, getting back to gun prom. Yes. No, it was cool. Um, yeah. I, I thought you know fun. one of the one of the cool drawings was uh, Discount Gun Mart, who mm-hmm. owner JB Gray won our lifetime achievement. One of our, he was a lifetime achievement award winner last night. Wow. Congratulations, JB! Um, but he donated. It was kind of cool. He donated uh, their uh, uh, prize were five shields, five Smith and Wesson shields, which is kind of cool. Um, so you got five winners. One, you know, one ticket in there got you you know five chances to win a shield. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, in California, I know in Arizona, you guys have all kinds of guns. All the things. Yeah, all you have all the things. Um, but in California, that's one of the few carry guns options that we have is a shield. Mm-hmm. The you only. Know, the really, yeah, there's like there's a shield. There's um, a different caliber shield. And, uh, and <laughs> another yeah, shield. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and, no, there's a shield. And the, I, what else? Like, I carry a 19. But, well, yeah, the Glocks. That's what everybody has, really. But even Glock, like, there's a 26, but, like, the 43s, the 42s, nope. Can't, you know, can't get it out here. Is it because Glock, was, they don't want to pay to have that on on the roster? Well, it's more than paying. So that you actually oh, have yeah. to have you have to have a micro stamp that that puts a serial number on the casing as mm-hmm. it, before it ejects. And that that doesn't that technology right. literally which nobody doesn't. can do. Yeah, that, no. But so that's even the law. if they paid, Glock would pay a hundred thousand bucks. You know, sure. here, to, mm-hmm. but it's that technology that's missing, so they're unable to even get it. And out. if they did allow it, and it met all the, all of the ramifications to get mm-hmm. on our list, we have to remove two or three. Uh, yeah, for every one you put on, you have to remove three, I think. Yeah, so we'd have to remove three. It's, it's and irrelevant because you can't get one on. Yeah. So. yeah, and we only have four on the list, so <laughs> it just really yeah. doesn't <laughs> work I, mathematically yeah. if you know where I'm going with this. Because I, uh, I looked at the list, at the roster, and it, there was stuff that didn't really make any kind of sense that was on there. You're but, in California. I know. Um, I think there was. I saw a Steyr on there. 
and that didn't make sense. I, mm. I don't, I'm like, if people can't even carry normal guns, uh-huh. why a sire? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, different color, like, different colors are different guns. And look mm-hmm. at the generation of Glock that you can carry. I think yeah, it's it was like Gen old, three, oh. one, one, two, and three. Yeah, fours and fives are not on the list. Yeah. I'm like, it's the same company. Isn't that ridiculous? So it you're not, is. And you're sponsored by, we were just talking about, you're sponsored by Staccato. Yes, which was, a, yeah, STI changed their name to Staccato. And they, and I don't think they have a, they don't have a single gun. Nope. However, there's different police agencies that can carry them, mm-hmm. which I uh, I think that's. Not in California. Maybe, maybe in Arizona, I'm like, yay, freedom, all the guns. But over here, um, the fact that. that the cops can carry guns that citizens can't, that's. Uh, that doesn't sit right with me. That's crazy. So now you, so you have you have at least one staccato. I have five. You have five, five staccatos. Yes. Do you carry a staccato? Is that an everyday carry for you, or is it just yes. competition? Um, well, one one thing that STI did when they changed their name to staccato was basically take all that competition technology and put it in everyday carry guns. So depending on what I'm wearing, because out in Arizona, like there's booty short weather and then there's like sweatshirt weather. Yeah, I know. So it's like, believe me. <laughs> yeah. Well like, aware of right my booty door. short weather. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much like I'll carry a Staccato C, which is a uh, um, simple, small, single stack. Yeah. Um, eight plus one. Um, and these are all nine mils, by the way. Now, is, that a, is that a compact or is that That will be considered compact. It's going to be like, um, like a 26 kind of like a, size. Not that small. Like a um, 1911, like a range officer size. Okay. So it's like a. 3.9 inch barrel, you know, very simple stuff. And then there's a double stack version of that, the C2, and that's like my sweatshirt winter carry, you know, type of gun. So, so you're carrying it, you know, it's not on the safe handgun roster. Is it? Is it fairly dangerous for you in Arizona to carry a staccato? Is it? I know, because <laughs> they're ridiculous. Carry, I know I mean, that's how that's how crazy Cali is. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, what can other states do to help y'all? Yeah. And uh, that was a question that we had on on right. my show, and I think your response was like, "Well, if y'all can stop talking smack about us, that'd be great. That'd be, hel- yeah, that'd that'd be, be, that'd be helpful. Yeah. That'd be a good start." But, <laughs> but you know, you can uh, you know definitely help out with a lot of the legislation here and basically raising more money for y'all to fight all this BS that's that's happening out here. I was talking so John Petrolino. I don't know if you know he's author, writes a bunch of Second Amendment. Uh, articles really great guy um and he and i were talking about he's in new jersey mm-hmm. the other horrible gun state yeah. well, one of the other horrible gun states and he and i were talking about trying to promote an idea where if you live in one of the 40 you know pro-gun states that you adopt an organization from you know behind enemy lines mm-hmm. and support them so if you're in oklahoma find an organization in california or new jersey or illinois and support them, even though you don't live there. Right. You know that yeah. was. I don't know if that's going to. I would adopt this. Yeah, yeah. Adopt. It was was adopt a gun yeah. advocate. Adopt a gun. We ad- could be like cool. the you know Sally Struthers. The, yeah. You know. Yeah, you can get on there and cry on TV. That'd be great. A day. You could ad- <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Can you? <laughs> so like, for nine dollars a day. Yeah. So not only do I support y'all, but I also support. Um, I don't know if you know Tony Simon. He's also in New Jersey. And his thing is uh, is called uh, The Second is for Everyone. And uh-huh. every month he actually holds what's called a diversity shoot. So basically what that is is that pretty much you can go to the range. Tickets are like 20 bucks. There's pizza. There's prizes. And you get to shoot whatever guns you want. You just buy your ammo. Wow. And wow. pretty much. And that gets people into guns. And then you can start getting them on on like uh, your actual like legislative stuff. You know, the, the actual meat and potatoes. 
but you just kind of use the guns like oh you can shoot all this cool stuff like you have you know this caliber this gun this fancy gun you know this like you know basic gun but it gets them through the door going from i'm curious about guns and now i need to start fighting for my rights Mm. so that's one thing i love uh love that he's doing so and he gets there's all types of sponsors that go out there and you know help him out run those and granted he's in jersey he's been holding most of them in pennsylvania because uh, uh, cause of all the laws. Because all the laws. They really yeah. do. New Jersey. Joe, you're from New Jersey, aren't you originally? I am. How, do, you, do you spend a lot of time going back there? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can tell you're from New Jersey. You never go back there. Yeah. No, you know, it's a it's, shame. It's, it's like out here. It's, it's a beautiful state. People don't understand. You know, they don't call it the Garden State for nothing. I mean, it's gorgeous. C- and you the, have cicadas. Yes. The southern end of the state. Yeah. <laughs> giant, you know, mosquitoes and stuff. But, but no, I don't go back there. And, and that's part of the reason. It's just like... God, I live in a you know almost a communist country out here. That's one almost. of the few. That's one yeah. of the few that's worse. Mm-hmm. And you know, even things like um, just like having a, a an old, an empty shell casing, you know, yeah, get that gets stuck somewhere, and then oh, somebody sees that. I they mean, throw you can throw those things. Yep. Yeah, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So with five staccatos, how do you how do you how do you how do you decide which one you're gonna? It's all about what I'm wearing. I guess if, if you have five staccatos, you don't actually. I don't carry all five of them. You don't at the same pick time. one; you pluck it. I pluck it because it's a staccato. Get it? All right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dad joke. So that's <laughs> part. So that's part of your wardrobe. It's a horrible. Yes. First, horrible I pick out my shoes, then I pick out my dress, and then I pick it's out like my staccato. What I'm wearing, cool. And then what gun I'm gonna get? Well, I'm, what gun I'm gonna wear? Or wear. Yeah. Pretty much what I'm doing, but it also depends on like where I'm going. So like, if I'm going to a spot that might have a lot of people i might want to go with the staccato with the c2 because that's the 16 plus one you know capacity and okay so so did you drive think it out that way yeah if i'm going to some shady neighborhood for tacos i'm gonna carry more ammo i know how this girl rolls i'm not gonna lie how good must those tacos be if all the good tacos are in like, neighborhoods, look, <laughs> we know I this. Am, yeah, I need I need sixteen rounds. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying, just in case. So, when hey, I come to Arizona, not, might not be there for tacos too. So I, I want those tacos. They sound delicious. Yes, they're in the ghetto though. So, so I'm talking about so South do you, Phoenix ghetto. Do you drive over from Arizona? Yes. Now, what happens when you go through the checkpoint? Oh my God! I just. I try to act normal. <laughs> I probably look, I probably look so Charlie. suspicious. Like, well, I you just, don't look suspicious. Yeah, but I, I, I just, just I smile and wave. Yeah, because it do. just do they ever have you ever been stopped or nope. turned But you can feel no. you feel the oppression though as soon as you come down. I know. As soon, yeah, as, just, as soon as I see the welcome to right California sign, I'm like I'm a felon and just keep driving. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. I just I acknowledge that I'm there, and Cali is kind of like probably one of my. Um, What's scariest, scariest. Kind of, no, it's it's, it's kind of like a, almost a little secret like pleasure thing because I love Cali, like yeah. it's super gorgeous. But the thing that's holding holding me back from ever moving here is, is going to be is all the guns. It's Cali. Cali, yeah. All right, we got to take a quick break. <laughs> hey, if you ever do get stopped by the border patrol, say, look, let me see if I can outshoot you. If I can, <laughs> let me in. What do you think? <laughs> let me in. You'll win every time. All right, folks. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. Listening to Gun Owners Radio on FM 961, 
1170. The answer. Hey, our freedom of speech is just as important as our freedom of self-defense. And we are thrilled to support an American company like MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use code FREEMARKET3 and get up to a 66% off America's best, excuse me, uh, best pillow. Get a good night's sleep and enjoy the satisfaction of supporting companies fighting against cancel culture. That's MyPillow.com and use promo code FREEMARKET3 for up to 66% off. So, Joe, what did you bid? Would you bid on anything? Did you put what was what was like the one you really was it? It was the Savage Rifle was the one I, I really wanted because um, I have a lot of the other. I mean, uh, I could always use a 1911, so I threw some tickets into the um, the uh, oh, which one was that? They had a 1911 yeah, the, there. It was Rock, at Rock, Rock Island. Island. Yeah, Rock yeah, Island. Island. So you didn't and win anything. No, but it's that's not the point. The yes, point is, is to contribute more money. <laughs> Tell the truth. So, um, I know you're kicking and screaming. You didn't no, win though. Well, that, I did that, and I threw uh, some. In the, I threw some tickets into the shield too, because I don't have a shield. So yeah. So being in Arizona, it was kind of hard for me to even bid on stuff because I was just like, I got that. I, I kind of don't want this Cali modified. Rifle. <laughs> yeah, right. What am I going to do? Oh, I, I have to take. Wing or I like have to take it home, take it all apart, apart throw all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, I didn't see who won the. Uh, did you guys throw tickets into the one percent lower? No, uh, did you see not. that? Was that the? Because there was. A, I thought it was from lower. a. Is the one percent logo? Was it from a Sons of Liberty? Oh, what is that? Like a block of steel yeah, or something? It was a piece of wood. <laughs> with piece of wood. <laughs> it was a oh, piece no. of wood, and we took a sharpie and wrote one percent lower. So funny. All that's still legal. But, hey, um, it was actually Mike Mike Kimmel, if you're listening, thanks. He actually gave it to me as kind of a gag gift for lunch, and I thought, you know what? We're putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, How many I wonder, tickets do you get? Well, I don't know. we got to look that up to see. Uh, I, I wonder if somebody won it. We should have gotten... You got your picture taken and yep. sent it to Sacramento. Yeah. and mm-hmm. Put like a, you know, not signed by Gavin Newsom. Take it down like to an FFL, yeah. see if you can get it registered. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. I should. I I, I got so busy. Um, really, I wanted to. Uh, I heard you were chilling. Shocking. Yeah. Trying to put on one of the biggest parties to happen this year. Thousand people. Nine hundred ninety-nine people. Yep. Thousand. If people you'd had a thousand, you'd have never made it. <laughs> That's all there is to it. What ha- what's the rule change? Are you like a stadium or something? If you break a thousand. Yeah. Well, so we were we were headed towards a thousand, and I basically and the, you saw that room's huge. Mm-hmm. We could have fit. Two, three, four hundred more. more. Yeah. yeah. So we were just going to go for it. We were just let's just oh. keep going. But then California said if you have an indoor event of a thousand or more, oh, then really? everyone has to prove that they've either been vaccinated or tested within the within the last twenty four hours. Oh. And I kind of figured that our guests wouldn't go for that. Yeah. No. So I said, all right. So well, we capped it at, at 999. They say, hey, you have to prove it. We could just take their word, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, so you were talking about things to think about for next year yeah. uh there was a the only thing that came up from table 11 oh was the low light <laughs> okay they had to use their iphones to eat their salad I, well, how do you use an iphone to eat yourself because they couldn't the see light. It. oh the light. flashlight sense. option yeah all but right. but then it, then all of a sudden the lights came on it was mood lighting oh mm-hmm. that's what i tried to tell everybody yeah. at table 11 table 11 <laughs> They so, were the, that was the rowdiest table day. I know. They seriously almost <laughs> had to kick what I drive. That's what I heard. My like, table was dope. What was, tell us about your table. Was uh, it dark or was it light? It was very lit. It was right in the middle too. Fifty two. 
So um, I had uh, Chris Chang was there. I had Jamie Franks, who was also on Top Shot oh, as well. Oh, I didn't wow. run into him. Yeah, he, um, he had the high end table. Yeah, it was a ni- very nice table. Um, of you course, f- Rich was there and his wife. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Jamie actually put up a, a package for the uh, for the raffle. Or for the auctions. Uh, well, like, yeah, we auctioned him him and Matt Clear from ac- uh, Active... Uh, active Shooter Training? Yeah, yeah. Active, yeah. active Shooter Defense School, Defense. ASDS. Uh-huh. So uh, that, I thought that was actually pretty awesome. And then they decided to give away two pack or auction off two packages. Oh, nice. Instead of just one. So oh, nice. Those guys are the best. They are awesome. Yeah, yep. Jamie's... Uh, he, he, how come every show we got to talk about Red Dawn? Every show we got to talk about Red Dawn. <laughs> Jamie and I are like... We talk about Red Dawn the way like like physicists talk about like Einstein. <laughs> it's really gross, but uh, he, it is not. You dude. love it to death. Look at him. Look it. at him all beaming yeah. over yeah. here. He's a good dude. I like Jamie a lot. Mm-hmm. That's because he's a Red Dawn fan. Yep. Yeah. If you're not, you're done. <laughs> Joe, what was your what was your favorite dinner moment? It says here on the script I'm supposed to ask you that. My favorite dinner moment. Yeah. Um, you have a dinner moment. A dinner moment. No, I was uh, trying to uh, figure out the uh, the salad dressing was cool because we, we had that down the colors, but again, it, because of the lighting, we couldn't really tell. Ah, yeah. but, what uh, table were I you went at? With, I went with the green. I was at sixty eight. Okay, so right down way table away from sixty eight. So so that was the zone eleven to sixty eight. Yeah, the that was the was lighting horrible. zone. Could have been well because I had the con- the lighting was different anyway. One of the comments at our table was you know whoever was running the lighting maybe should start drinking after the event uh, rather than before the event. Because it, <laughs> it seemed like, was cool. Well, the lighting maybe was okay, my, maybe but my it was young guys were well, like, table oh, eleven. It was, it was say coming it was on and going lighting. off and coming on and going off at mm-hmm. like strange yeah. intervals. I couldn't. Well, there's also everything it. going on on the stage too. Well, so. and that's that's what we thought it should be coordinated coordinated with but it, we mm-hmm. couldn't catch it for some reason we know we it weren't gonna, like we weren't gonna listen we're not if you want a coordinated <laughs> dinner Joe? yeah all right go to another gun prom <laughs> oh my gosh actually you, part of it was uh part of it was so the back third of the room is where all the guns were mm-hmm. so people didn't want to leave they were like there were people back there like basically the whole dinner so we were they, they were trying to figure that out. Yeah. Like they're like, "Hey, we need to do the hey, lighting for that." If then, that's the mm-hmm. biggest complaint you got yeah. was well, lighting, was lighting. I'll take that's, it. That's it why we good. do this every year, right? Eventually, it'll be perfect. Yeah, eventually but. we'll get it right. <laughs> but it's still fun. <laughs> but uh, no, they wanted to see the guns. Yeah, everybody wanted to see the guns. Yeah, gu- I, I looked, even though I was like, it I must have been successful. This. I didn't see my wife until like midnight. Really? Because it was yeah. over at like six p.m. <laughs> That is table 11. <laughs> Write that down. Oh, I see how that rolled. I see how that rolled. But no, we were, you know, we were, uh, that's a good one. We were joking about that stuff at the table, but everybody at our table was really happy. The um, two couples that I had there that I wanted to join actually joined. Nice. So we picked that up. Um, the other couple that was uh, cranky have been members for years and years, so it didn't matter. So uh, no, everybody enjoyed it at our table. They had well, a good time. Table so 11, except for Bob. Uh, is gonna all there? I think they're all gonna do not me SD. Oh, cool! Cool. Yeah. And that was the whole purpose of me doing it. I says I, I told my wife I says I want you to take people with you that you could do not me SD with, mm. and she thought that was a great idea. So she everybody at that table will be signing up. Well, there are two ladies that I definitely want to mention uh, that did a fantastic job. First off, is the reason it was so smooth, uh, even though we had. A thousand people. No, you only had nine hundred ninety-nine. Gavin, if you're listening, yes, um, is uh, because of Wendy. Wendy did a fantastic job. We're talking, you know, fourteen, sixteen-hour days. Yeah, 
she was Johnny on the spot with, you know, people, you know, the weeks leading up, you know, Hey, take this person off my table, put that person on my table. Um, you know, Hey, we need responses from this table, that table. Uh, you know, she worked the timeline. She worked everything. She she made that dinner happen. She made that dinner run as smooth smoother than any other dinner that we've right. ever run. You know, we're not a dinner organization. We're, <laughs> that, you know, newsflash. We're we're a Second Amendment organization, yeah. but we do this because it's an important community building event, mm-hmm. and people like it, and it's a, and it's a great fundraiser for us. Um, but it's kind of one of you know it's not it's it's one of those deals. It's not exactly in our job description. And Wendy just knocked it out of the well. Board. No, and that's a huge job. amount of work. I mean, coordinating something with a thousand people, and like yeah. you were saying, everybody's got. A, I mean, I sent Wendy email. Hey, Aunt Wendy, can you do this? Yeah, I know, Joe. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, they've <laughs> seen that email. Well aware of the emails. You said no, 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 it's fine. No, but like the detail of even just the tables, the little things like. You know, there was pine glasses everywhere. There was yeah. challenge coins everywhere. Yep. But everything had had a place, and it was just really, really cute. She I liked it. set every single table by herself. No, I'm kidding. She didn't do that. But <laughs> she, we, there was a whole. That's you know, it mm-hmm. takes months. Hey, what are we gonna put here? What yep. are we gonna put there? The other person you is better Monique. Better Desi. Yep. Which she did a good job, but that's not where I was going. Thanks for throwing me under the bus there, Dave. <laughs> Desi did a great job too. Her talk was fantastic, and she was very as she's wonderful in, in every single way. But uh, Monique Hawk was our MC. Now she does our activist update videos. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, she did a great job. She's never MC'd a dinner before, um, and uh, but she actually uh, I hope she doesn't mind me saying this. Um, she, her car broke down on the way in. Her car broke down, oh, so I get a text, no. and she's like, "I'm going to get, get this towed. I don't know what I'm going to do." I'm like, it's "Okay, we'll get it handled." So she gets there late, and I'm just like, "Hey, why don't you just sit down?" You know, kind of. She's like, "No, I'm good." Went right up, boom, rolled boom, into boom, MC boom. in our dinner, How and cool. she did a great, great a job. Trooper. Yeah. A trooper. I, I, if I broke down on the side of the road, like I would just be like be in the fetal position for like a week. You know, and Monique's just like, "Yep, eh, let's get this done. Mm-hmm. No problem." Yeah, no yep. sense crying over spilt oil. <laughs> as the old saying goes. I, I get it. So how much was raised? Do I have figures yet? I've been waiting for that. So, no, we don't have figures, but uh, over, grossly over 100000 Right. Net, I'm not quite sure, probably might be close to $100,000. Mm-hmm. But what that does is that allows us, we're going into an election year. Um, so what that allows us to do is support candidates, get them elected. It allows mm-hmm. us to, uh, there was a lot of money raised just for not me, SD. Oh, excellent. Um, so that allows us to continue those programs, make sure they're run efficiently, grant training and firearms to women who need it, that sort of thing. Police officer training. Yeah, I mean, there really is, for San Diego County Governors, there's really only three sources of revenue, and that's our, our membership, you know, every month or year, depending on, on what you do. Mm-hmm. Our Christmas party, believe it or not, we have a, a nice big uh, uh, fundraiser at our Christmas party that everybody loves, but that's not, it's not a huge source, but we, we actually end up uh, raising some money at the Christmas party. And the dinner, the dinner, those are the three sources of revenue, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all we got. So the dinner was very, very successful, the most successful, and that's how we do all the things that we do. That's how we organize. That's how we run the programs. That's how we get involved and in, in are effective in politics. And would you um, say every year gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger? It, 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 like exponentially. This So last year's dinner, we did not clear 100000 mm-hmm. and we had about 600 I think we had 625 This year, I'm pretty positive we did. I, I got to look at the, the, mm-hmm. the numbers. Yeah, I got to look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and get it all uh, situated. We had a, th- uh, you know, went from 625 to 999, um, which is great. And it was super helpful because we didn't have a dinner last year because right. because of COVID. Yeah. So. 
Uh, is there somebody else on the list that you probably should talk about? Her name is Laura. And, and absolutely not. Of course, <laughs> Laura did a fantastic job. Um, but y- you know, there were a lot of people. There were a ton more of, than you uh, can name. Truly, I, I think we had uh, a couple dozen but, volunteers. But you live with Laura. Yeah, the only <laughs> point I'm bringing right. up here. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. just thought I'd throw that out there. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. She will send me a text. Second bus I've been thrown under in one segment. <laughs> hey, I'm here Lord. to help. I'm here yeah, to help. That's what it feels like. I'm here to help. I mean, come on. Right, I know go, how let, hard work Let's go to does. commercial. Yeah, I think, you think we ought to go to commercial? All right, folks. But let me look at the bottom of the sheet and make sure I don't mess up. Hey, more Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Next, we're going to hear from John Dillon. We have a, a question from a uh, from a caller, but first. But first, did you know law-abiding gun shops and manufacturers had their credit card processing shut down because their vendors uh, think guns are inappropriate? Well, shutting down businesses that support your constitutional right to self-defense is wrong, which is why we are so excited to have 365 Glacier Payments as a 10-ring partner. 365 Glacier Payments specializes in companies in the firearms industry. And if you have a business that accepts credit cards, give them a call today so you can enjoy the peace of mind that your account won't be shut down and also enjoy the best rates. Visit their website at 365glacierpayments.com and for a free, ask for a free account review. And if they can't beat your credit card processing rates, they'll pay you $100. All right, Michael, what are we doing next? We're, tra- we're talking to Attorney John Dillon. First, I want to That's introduce right. Chris Chang. How are you, man? Hey, Chris. Doing good. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, well, let's give you a microphone. Hey, I'm doing good. Happy to be here and excited to chat about all the things. Yeah, awesome. Very, very cool. And you have some really cool things that we're going to talk about. But first, let's go to John Dillon, Attorney John Dillon, Attorney Extraordinaire. Absolutely. That's my word for the day. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I actually, uh, you know, I was at the dinner last night, and I, I won the silent auction uh, for the Recoil Magazine uh auction with uh chris chang's oh uh, really yeah amazing I, I thanks john i walked out without even checking to see if i won and uh so i i did win <laughs> congratulations what a guy yeah. so we're going to talk about that uh actually in the next segment it's really really cool we talked about uh, talked about it last week on the on the phone and we're going to get a little update from chris on that but that's cool i didn't know you won that congratulations yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. First time ever I won at the the gun prom, <laughs> and you probably only bought one ticket, right? Well, no, it's a silent auction. <laughs> oh, a silent, it's a silent auction. Yeah, yeah. He ended up taking me home in a form that was, uh, you know, maybe unanticipated. <laughs> ah, I see. How that, that was the goal. That was the goal. <laughs> All right, so, so we have a, so a on that note. Now, he, now he's all frazzled. Chris. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, right. you can't frazzle me that easily. <laughs> Heck no, he's a lawyer. Yeah, he's John Dillon, lawyer extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Okay, so here's the question. It came in, actually, I said caller. It came in via email. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, my name is, I'm not going to say. I used to be a gun owner before I lost my rights in 2014. After the events the last two years, my wife has expressed interest in her buying and owning a gun here at the house. We're unsure... If it's legally possible to do that, 
I asked around and uh, pointed your direction, blah, blah, blah. So the question is, can my wife own and keep a gun at the house with me being a felon? Yeah, so that's actually a really good question. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, it applies to a lot of families, couples, you know, uh, even roommates uh, all over California. It's uh, a little too easy to get a felony these days. Um, so basically, in generally speaking, uh, just because your spouse uh, gets convicted of a felony, that does not mean that you lose your Second Amendment rights. Uh, so it, it is definitely possible, uh, you know, theoretically, uh, you know, there's nothing against the spouse buying, purchasing, owning a gun and, and keeping the gun in the home. But the more practical uh, aspect of it is it's actually a lot more difficult to stay within the bounds of the law. Because, uh, you know, if you do have a felon, you know, a felony, uh, you can't, be in possession of a gun. And the law can interpret possession in, in very loose terms. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to have it in your hand. Uh, it can be more akin to just having access to the gun. So if someone uh, were to have a gun like the wife in, in this situation, it would have to be locked up in a DOJ-approved uh, safe at all times. Uh, the spouse with the felony could have no access to it, meaning that you know they don't know the code to the safe. They have n no ability to retrieve the gun in any way, shape, or form, um, and that would you know theoretically and technically be uh, be within the law. But again, practically, it's going to be a lot tougher. You know, if you want a gun, you know, be able to defend yourself in your home. You know, a lot of people, especially people who don't have you know kids, you know, they put it in the nightstand next to the bed if they need to retrieve it quickly or. Um, you know, they, they, you know, take your gun out of your, your safe because you're going to go to the range, so you put it in your range bag. At that point, it's becoming a, it becomes a lot more difficult to stay within the bounds of law, especially if the person is, you know, current with the felony is in the home with you. You know, they sleep in the same bedroom as you do, and that's where your gun safe is. It just makes it very difficult not to do something, you know, unintentional that would, you know, give that you know, felon access to that firearm. And there's two real criminal statutes you got to worry about here. It's one, which is felon in possession, which is if, you know, the person with the felony has, uh, you know, possession of the gun in any way, that's another felony charge that could be really bad. The other one is actually criminal storage of a firearm. You know, we have these laws in California. And you know, a lot of people, when they bring up the criminal storage laws, it has, you know, it's in, always in the context of children. You, you can't, you know, leave a gun lying around and let a kid have access to it. But if you actually look at uh, the letter of the law under that statute, it actually says children or prohibited persons. So if you, the owner of the gun, allow even the ability for this prohibited person to access the firearm, uh, you're putting yourself... Uh, in the way of some criminal liability there if anything ever goes wrong. So uh, although it is possible, you have to be extraordinarily diligent in, you know, how the process of, you know, how the gun is stored and, you know, if someone's in the house, like it never comes out or, you know, your spouse has to leave. If you ever want to go to the gun range, they got to leave the house before you retrieve the gun from the safe. And then you can pack that up securely in the car and, and leave. So uh, while it is possible, it is very hard practically not to run afoul of the law. Hey, so, John. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, John, I just wanted to ask if someone was a felon, right, and they did something, say, 10 years ago and 
like you were saying, you don't have to murder someone to become a felon. It's it's mm-hmm. easier than that. But is there any way that 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 person say they you know they've been fined for the last ten years? Is there any way they can get their rights back, or if they can, is that a difficult thing, or how does that work? Well, uh, there's basically two real ways in California to restore your firearm rights after a felony conviction, uh, and it is highly dependent on the exact circumstances what you were charged with. But in general, one uh, it would be a, a seven what's called a 17B reduction, so it's a, a motion to the courts to reduce your conviction from, you know, a felony to a misdemeanor. And, the you know, the key language there is for all purposes. And under 17B reductions, you can restore rights. Only certain convictions are eligible for that. Uh, and there's a whole set of circumstances that apply. That you got to figure out if uh, you, you fall in line with all that. That is one way. And then the other way is a, a, a govern, governor's pardon. And that's a, you know, it's a Hail Mary on those. I've worked with people who have done uh, certificates of rehabilitation and, you know, uh, applications for governor's pardons, uh, but they're few and far between. It's it's really once it goes in front of the desk, it's just a matter of if the governor at the time chooses to sign that pardon or not. John, does that depend on the governor? Because, you know, some governors, <laughs> some go- well, some, gov- no about it. some governors are pro-guns, some governors are not pro-guns. So would that well, be something? Also, you, you get governors who are uh, more uh, willing to deal with, you know, criminal justice reform or, you know, deal with, you know, accept the fact that someone can change their life, you know, years down the road after a felony conviction. And some, you know, who just are, hey, once a felon, always right, a felon, you're always right. going to be a bad person. So there's a lot of aspects that come to play, but it that is truly the, the, the Hail Mary to get a, a governor's pardon. Uh, but the 17B reduction is the most the, typical way yeah, of getting the easier it route. Qualify. The yeah. easier route. Well, the, you know, so in California, uh, there's a big push. California is mostly Democrats, and the Democrats, part, uh, Democrats are – they, they, I, they're kind of anti-felony. They've, they, you know, part of their uh, uh, criminal justice reform uh, agenda has kind of made them anti-felony because if you're a felon, if you have a felony, it, you know, uh, ruins your oh, life basically. Yeah. So the, so they're trying to basically strip away consequences of being a felon, except when it comes to guns. Well, uh, in fact, they're going the other way around. John, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are some misdemeanor gun stuff. That basically you end up uh, with some of the same consequences as if you were a felon because it's gun related, right? No, oh, yeah. One that sneaks up on, on a lot of people uh, is the Federal Misdemeanor Domestic Violence Act. So uh, if at any point in the past you were convicted of any type of misdemeanor domestic violence, um, you are uh, prohibited for life. And a lot of people, you know, uh, you know maybe it's just due to the times, they're, 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 you know, Charges and convictions for misdemeanor domestic violence back in you know the 60s, 70s, 80s. You know, 40 years later, um, they've never done been in trouble ever since then. But they try to buy a gun and they're prohibited. And and I, I routinely explain to people, yep, you know, it's that misdemeanor conviction. Uh, you know, 30 years ago, that was a, a lifetime pro- prohibition. Uh, but there's any number of misdemeanors in California that don't even have to do with you know a violent act that will lead to a five, ten, or even lifetime uh, prohibitions. And that you know, G. Gordon Liddy used to you know G. Gordon Liddy. He was the guy. Mm-hmm. Who, his felony was the uh, was the uh, 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 Nixon uh, Watergate, Watergate scandal, right? right. So mm-hmm. he used to say on his radio show, he said, "Well, I'm a felon, so I can't own a gun." 
but Mrs. Liddy ha- uh, has quite the collection. That's what <laughs> used to say on Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yeah. You're the best. Good talking to you guys. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break. But stick around. Joe Dramisi. Are we doing Joe Dramisi next? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Why not? He's going to talk a little bit about his golden age. It's been age three weeks, right? Of yeah. concealed <laughs> carry right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Owners Radio with your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor of the show. Time to get involved and get active. Together, we will win. Now here's Dave, Joe, and Michael on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, Hour 2. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Believe it or not, Chris and Ursula, we're living in the golden age of concealed carry. Joe is going to fill us in on it after this. But first, primeres.com slash alpine PRMI mortgage. Are you in the military? Are you looking for help for a VA loan? Well, if you're looking to buy, refi, or maybe you're just considering a reverse mortgage, you can call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303 or just go to primeres.com slash alpine. Well, Mr. Dramisi, tell us about your golden age of concealed carry. Well, I thought I'd write about something a little happier today. I, you know, you get really? into the, uh, seems like I'm writing about the pressing stuff. You know, I'm, I'm getting you to be and like Dylan the, both. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hey. Like the John Dylan of the blog world. Yes, here. you <laughs> are. So I thought, let me write about something happy. So um, with a concealed carry, and I've talked about this before with, um, you know, calling it the golden age of concealed carry, because we really are here. I mean, um, it's, it's hard to see sometimes, you know, living in one of the uh, oppressed states like we do. Um, but realistically across the country, you know, the, um, the second amendment and, uh, that kind of stuff is alive and well in America. So just wanted to talk about that a little bit. And, um, Dr. Uh, John Lott from the crime prevention research uh, center comes out with a, does an annual report, I think, um, every year cause it's annual, but the, uh, the 2021 came out and, uh, he's talking about concealed carry permit, uh, holders across the country and just wanted to throw out some numbers related to this, um, the report I linked to it in the um, article, and it's actually it's it's a pretty easy read, but it's very interesting to go through and, and check it out. But we're up to twenty one and a half million uh, permit holders in the country now across the the United States, and um, that's a forty eight percent increase since twenty sixteen. So just in five years, that's gone up almost fifty percent. Um, and uh, twenty one states nowadays have constitutional carry, which means they don't require a permit at all. Um, for people to carry concealed, which is, um, 
there's good and bad with that, I think. But overall, it's a, that's a, a good thing. Yeah. The only thing what, being, what is, what is, I didn't mean to cut no, you good. What is the bad? I, I'll tell you, I'll, honestly. I'll, I'll tell you the bad. Look at They're all grabbing oh, yeah, the mic. Yeah, I got bad. They're all <laughs> jumping on the mics. <laughs> let's let's, let's the, go around the room and talk about the bad. Joe, you start. What's the bad of, of the, the constitutional The only bad thing I don't like about it is, is people don't get a chance to um, – to learn about what you can do, what you can't do, because there's no requirement. It's just, okay, you can go for a gun, carry the gun. And the laws, you know, like John would, would agree with, are not logical. They're not rational. And I just, I'm, I'm afraid people can get themselves in trouble because there's no requirement. But on the other hand, you're, you're giving the responsibility to the people. Say, hey, you want to carry one of these? It's up to you to learn that stuff. So that would be my only reservation. Because so. we have enough government already you yeah. know, overreaching into our rights in the first place by with the uh, with them actually like overseeing, you know, any type of permits. Let's just say that granted here uh, in order for you to get your CCW, you have to go through what? Like, what are the state requirements here? Yeah, but you haven't hour, got enough time. An eight hour yeah. course, eight hour a shooting class, part shoot, of it, all this type of stuff. Yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. But you you're actually going to their. Oh yeah, no, I agree know, with you hundred percent. Their satisfaction. There. Yeah, it should versus, be none of their business. But it should be. <laughs> it absolutely should be that gun owner's responsibility for them to learn. So uh, I actually been fighting this on my social media. Mm -hmm. uh, I have this segment, my own personal segment, called "How Your Man Shoots." And what it is, is that I get it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes. One more time. How your man shoots. Nice. And the main reason why I started it was because I, I came across a lot of women. They're like, oh, I don't need to carry because my man carries. My man got a gun. Then I go to the range and see they're like, they're scaring paper. Like, it's just <laughs> really bad. Of They're shooting horribly. And I'm like, <laughs> so I start filming them and actually throwing it up on Instagram. Like, hey, this is how your man shoots right here. <laughs> this is why it's important for you to protect yourself. Oh my God! This is why you need to go out and learn how to how to carry a gun, learn how to protect yourself, use different options, things like that. Because if you're going to depend your life on this cat, <laughs> you're going to die. And by <laughs> the way, right how now. did we jump over Chris? Oh, because no, Ursula does grab that. No, 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 we went from Joe. Well, around the room would mean that Chris was next. Well, he's he was right next. Mike's next to me, so I figured it was my turn. Did you see that? She just took that. I don't blame her. Listen, I'm not gonna. You're not getting in there. She does carry. Yes. And then he and then he turns to me like I'm gonna do something. Dave is out for me today, man. Well, I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> but the, like I said, the personal responsibility should be on that gun owner. It should. No. Same no, thing with I driving. I said it was only ah, reservation. That I wasn't was going to be mine. Oh, sorry. I'm the car guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's, that's should be yours. Yeah. Now so, can he talk? So he, Chris, Chris can talk. Chris, now. Yeah. What's the what? What do you think? Good, yeah. Good, yeah. Bad. The, the 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 good part right about constitutional carry is that you can freely exercise your right to self defense. Uh, but I do agree with Joe, right, that there is this risk of people who will not be responsible about learning what their local and state laws are, and they may inadvertently get themselves into trouble. Well, aren't those called crooks? Um, there's part of that, but I think there's also just the the unintentional, right, the gun the gun owner who doesn't know what their local law is, right? right. They think they can, or they don't understand the ethical and legal consequences of you know exercising your right to self-defense if like let's say if you if if you deploy a firearm out in public right that those, those even just brandishing a firearm right depending on which jurisdiction and and municipal rules and laws you know if you don't understand what may happen to you right you don't want to 
nobody wants to be in that position, right? You want to be trained. And I agree, right? It's like, well, it's on the individual to train and to understand, but right, we just know that you not everybody can't does. rely on the general public. They're wackos. But right, yeah, but the but the flip side of this is right, you we, we can't necessarily have the government, right, mandating, you know, why, what that training looks like and, and also the cost, like the cost. It's like right, there, there's there's not many and I don't know if there's any constitutional right out there that requires you to pay money to exercise your constitutional rights. That's where I, that's another part where I have a problem if you're going to have to pay for a CCW, pay for, for an education. So it, it, it is a little bit of a slippery slope, but I think we have to be biased on the side of, of freedom and liberty here and right. give people the choice. So I give, I give the responsibility not only to the gun owner, but I will also say to other gun owners as well. And the main reason of that is that even though Arizona you know, it's constitutional carry. There's still people going out there getting their CCW so they can actually learn the legality of being of carrying. So, like, but that knowledge came from other gun owners. Like, hey, you don't know what to do? Guess what? There's this but, class up the well, street that, or whatever. And, but what? the problem with it is there's, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And, mm -hmm. I, and I'm sensitive to it now as an instructor teaching these classes because we get some, most people are okay, but you get some people in there that are just, it's scare. I mean, they just should not be doing this. And you know, it's uh, and and again, I, I I think it's it's good. It should be. You're an adult. You should be responsible if you're going to do this. And the state should not be controlling that. Mm -hmm. But you know, maybe a, a state paid for four hour. Hey, this is just the laws that. Okay, you know, you're going to get the permit anyway, or there's no permit, but you can do it anyway. But okay, come in for four hours and listen to somebody like John Dillon. Hey, this is what you can do. This is what you mm -hmm. can't do. And then after that, you're on your own because you can't make people be responsible. Mm -hmm. You know, when you see the shooting part of that, it's just like sometimes it's like, wow, really? And, you know, it's like you can't, can't make people do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're either going to do it or they're not yeah. going to do it. But that, and again, that's my only kind of reservation. And I don't even know, especially after getting smashed in here now, I don't know if that's <laughs> if it's even a strong reservation. But that was my, that was my only thing that I talked well, or thought about. Well, that. what are the, I mean, when you stop and think, you know, the fact that you guys can don't have to take the classes, don't you think the people that don't take the classes probably won't even get a gun? Because wouldn't you say they're more afraid of the gun unless that, you know, no, yes. Eh. So, um, because I, I'm a CCW instructor right. you know, in Arizona. So, like, there's a lot of people, they'll actually go out and get their CCW first before even getting a gun. And that's one thing that I've seen in my classes. Really? So they're like, well, I don't even know how to shoot, but let me just learn legality. Because I also cover different guns, gun gotcha. selection, yeah. carry techniques, and things to consider when you're looking for a gun. I put that in my class. Um, but, like, there's, like, let me learn, you know, the law and legal first, and then I can start looking at my carry options and what I want to do. Or maybe I won't carry. Yeah. And I've After actually I had do a couple. That, yeah, I do the legal say, yeah. Yep. I've had a couple people that are like, I don't feel comfortable with a gun, but I, I can carry a taser. Okay, yeah. yeah. Guess what? You're still going to have the same legality. So yeah. I've that, had that, it. That's a good point because I think, you know, I think that's every, in everybody's individual. But I agree. Government should not nope. get their two cents in it. Nope. All right. Let's not take, one bit. Let's take a quick break. Don't you suppose those to be watching the clock? <laughs> Sorry, we'll let you slide this time. Hey, hey finally, we're going to let Chris Chang talk. He's coming up. He's coming maybe, up. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. You just and, heard Joe talking. Right? And he's going to talk about <laughs> digital collectibles. I heard that the other day on the news. And it was confusing then, and it's probably going to be confusing now. Right on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer.
little bit there. All right, folks, if you're all wondering what we're doing, we're trying to decide if uh, Charlie Gasparino looks like uh, Joe Dramisi. <laughs> and I think he does. So in that so last for comments. A little bit in that last picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to watch him on TV. He has the same mannerisms. They're both extremely intelligent. Uh, by say. the way, folks, welcome back to FM 961 AM 1170. Gun Owners Radio. The answer. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite fit, but. <laughs> That's all right. It always fits. Ten seconds delay. Ten seconds delay. Top Shot Chris Chang is in the studio. Hello. Good no, afternoon. you can't talk yet. Yeah, I got to spend still, some money. Very, listen, very coordinated, professional very show much. here, Chris. You're never going to get your Oscar. Dang. Hey, we are so proud to partner with the National Concealed Carry Association as a 10-ring partner. NCCA exists to serve the Second Amendment community by providing a nationwide network of 2A advocates. Offers elite self-defense and concealed carry training from the nation's top instructors and provide rock-bottom prices on the best selection of gear and accessories. Join them today. Members get great prices and free shipping. Learn more about them at the National Concealed Carry Association.com. And ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, Mr. Cheng. Hello. I can well, talk man. now, right? Yes, yes. you can okay. talk. Phew. No, I got permission. Yes, you did. <laughs> How did you, so we were talking when you were, uh, before you came in the studio, we were talking about gun prom. Did you enjoy Gun Prom was incredible, and you know, I've been an, a Second Amendment advocate for the past 10 years, traveled all across the country, been to so many counties here in California, and I have never seen anything as impressive and successful, especially at a county level, right, as, as last yeah. night's Gun Prom, right, seeing a thousand attendees from all different you know, walks of life and, and ethnic backgrounds and just you name it, it was an incredible event, I'm really impressed, and you know, hats off. To everyone here at you know San yeah. San Diego County gun owners and, and all the volunteers and, and staff members, it was it was really impressive. And we only had nine hundred ninety nine. Ah, well. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. That means a lot. Thank you. The thing I'll tell you real quick. Uh, one of the, when I when when we started San Diego County gun owners, I definitely wanted a Second Amendment celebration dinner. Um, you know, I wanted a nice big showpiece, and I wanted to grow it in size and importance. And I remember thinking, I want it to be so big that gun sh- and so important that gun shops close early so that they can attend. And this was the first year that happened. Did uh, it really? Yeah, it was cool. On, I, I, on Facebook, you know, I follow all the gun shops on Facebook, and at least three of them you know, posted that, hey, we're closing early. One, one gun shop completely closed all day. Um, and that was kind of cool. Oh, they were the I, I drunks that, in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> I know that's kind of a small, but it was just kind of neat. That was a neat little thing where it's like, hey, cool. Well, it's this a sign really, of acceptance. Yeah, you know, I would it, think. And for me, you know, it's indicative of that there is a ground shift that's been happening here over the past five, six years since, since y'all have been doing this amazing work here. And, you know, I, I'm an, an Orange County native, you know, I was born in Mission Viejo. Uh, my mother-in-law, you know, is also here in San Diego. So it's like, I, I know Southern California mm-hmm. and I grew up here, but, you know, when I was growing up, you know, was talking about the Second Amendment and like gun culture, CCW, like that just wasn't really a thing that happened out in the open, like at a gun prom, right? And so to see the amount of people, the amount of political support also that I saw last night, like the cultural tides here are, are distinctly changing here in California. And I think what, what stood out to me the most is seeing proud 
gun owners last night, right? There's this culture, I think, of fear and intimidation that a lot of the gun control groups, they, they try and they try and shame gun owners, right? Mm-hmm. That every time there's some mass shooting, it's like, oh, right, gun owners, right, are, are, are somehow complicit, right. right, in these crimes. Like, that's just absolutely not true. And we all have to have the courage of our convictions to stand up and say, right, I'm a gun owner, and I believe in a, a, a free and safe republic, and that a big part of that is my right and your right and your right and everyone's right to, to own a firearm as long as right we're not committing any crimes. And so last night's gun prom, I, 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 like I said, I just think it was, it was jaw-dropping and, and incredibly impressive to see. Uh, f- for me, it was just really obvious that things are moving in the right direction for gun rights, particularly here in San Diego, and I think here in Southern California, and hopefully, uh, you know, I'm in San Francisco, so I, I hope that you know, one of these days that uh, you know that that tide and that momentum will come up north, and uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, you know take back our state is really what this is about. Well, that that's huge praise. Thank you, Chris. That's very very awesome. I think my next goal is I want like not just one but two really popular uh, gun competitors. You know, to not not from San Diego, but to actually come in from out of town just to attend gun prom, then I know we've made it. You know, maybe maybe even the cherry on the cake could be one of them could be black, the other one could be Asian, and that. <laughs> and you can get them on the radio. Do you know anybody? Do you and guys? Then they stay long enough to be on the radio. Then I know she's grabbing the it, mic. But until then, it's just another day. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Well, thank, no, thank you for inviting us. It was yeah, awesome. Right. It was awesome. So, Chris, talk about your big donation to the dinner. Yeah. So, uh, last night we had a, 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 a silent auction item. It was uh, the Recoil Magazine issue 56 with me on the cover advocating for this simple message that the Second Amendment is for everyone, right? Hashtag 2A for all, specifically. Is, is this what this cover art represents? And particularly, it's about reaching out to the LGBT community and to the Asian community and making a, a, a very clear stand that the Second Amendment is not just for white people. Right. It's for everyone. Even though he did win the book. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, the, the auction item was, was, was great, right? It was an autographed you know, copy of the magazine plus a copy of this, this great shirt that I'm wearing. Is that the shirt? A, this is the shirt. Wow, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great shirt, and right. So, what's it was, the story behind the shirt? Yeah, the shirt. Well, I just bought it on Amazon. Believe it or not, you didn't but, make it. No, I did not make it. But you know, for me, like I chose this shirt because. So, what it is? Open your is jacket. it is a distressed American flag in LGBT rainbow colors. Right. And for me, it represents the hyper polarized environment and controversial cancel culture that we live in today, that for me, it, it's, it's really unacceptable, right? That we have, we're losing the ability to have civil conversations yeah. where we may not agree on everything, but at least let's talk about it. And for me, as a diversity and inclusion advocate, mm. you know, I believe that diversion, the diversion, diversity and inclusion should be everywhere, right? It doesn't matter, right? Whether it's in you know the Second Amendment space, the yeah. First Amendment space, in corporations, you know, it, you know, what is life about, right? Life is about having a diverse set of friends and, and thinkers, attitudes and opinions, because like that's what make 
makes life interesting, yeah. right? When we don't have this mono think culture and group think culture, but we can have a competition of ideas, right? That's that's a big part of you know what capitalism and, and what freedom is based on is this free flowing conversation and competition of ideas. It's less about people; it's more about Right. What is what does freedom and liberty mean versus, you know, author, authoritarianism and government control? Right. So, you know, that's what this shirt you know stands uh, for me and, and that the LGBT community. Right. We're just as as American as everybody else. We just want to be left alone. We don't want the government intruding in our lives. We want to protect ourselves. Right. Whether it's with a firearm or, or with whatever means. Right. We just want to be safe and happy and live our American dream just like everybody else here. Yeah. That's awesome. Well said. Yeah. So and so and John, no, talk about the 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 big cutting edge technology thing. The yeah. So I saw, right. I like I last, my dad. Yeah. Like, I have no so, idea what I'm talking. So, about. So yeah. Last week I was on the show. Uh, I were talking about this new technology called NFT, right? Non fungible mm-hmm. tokens. But the easiest way to think about it is it's just this new form of digital collectibles. It is. It's it's just mind blowing to see how, for as an example, the NBA, the NBA they have a brand called Top Shot. Nothing to do with my Top Shot that I was on on the History Channel, but the NBA has sold over seven hundred million dollars worth of NFTs in the form of video collectors cards. Wow! They have over five hundred thousand users, seven hundred million dollars plus in annual revenue, and this is just in one year, right? One short right. year. This this NFT um, technology is opening up opportunities for brands, for sports leagues uh, to, to, to connect and reach their audiences in ways that we never before imagined. Hmm. So I'm excited for the potential of NFTs in the, in the firearm space for the gun community. Um, I have this uh, recoil auction starting this Tuesday where we are minting 10 copies of the recoil cover magazine that I'm on. And we are auctioning off this first ever of its kind digital art. Right? That's awesome. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's groundbreaking. Um, there's this whole digital art movement right? that's also happening. So this is the, this is the, uh, the first shot across the bow. Uh, I'm really excited for some uh, more things that I'm working on with NFTs, but this is, again, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, 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 the opening salvo, as they say. Cool. Wow. That's very cool. I, and I can't tell you how, I think this is our, I mean, have you ever, have you like featured this anywhere else? Is this the first event where you featured this? Well, let's find out after the break. All right. So don't go anywhere, folks. Uh, we're going to talk about it with Chris Chang right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, if you have legal matters that involve firearms that you need to call Attorney John Dillon, especially if you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you need to know 
that your guns are California compliant. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws, 760-642-7150. Or you can just go to his website at dillonlawgp.com. All right, let's get back to that that collectible thing that you can't put in your pocket. <laughs> non, what is it? Non-frangible? Non-fungible oh, token. Fungible. Fungible. <laughs> yeah. and the, the question was, you you, uh, you generously donated one to our dinner last night, which John Dillon won, right? So yeah, the, the fun bonus multiplier that John is now eligible for is this NFT digital art auction that I'm holding with Recoil Magazine that starts this Tuesday at nft.recoilweb.com. Now, if John is one of the top five winners of the actual NFT auction, he gets an extra ticket to the in-person fun shoot that uh, me and Recoil that we're going to be holding at a future date. So, yeah, wow. more uh, free guns can he, can and he, ammo. Can he bring for, a friend? Or? Exactly. John, oh. John John can bring whoever he wants. So, you know, let's say there's a friend here maybe in the studio there that are, he wants to bring. Or four of them. Yeah. yeah. So Stop, stop looking over there. Let's Look go over here. Let's go back, let's go back to this you. fungible thing. Is, is it something you could put in your hand? It's all digital, right? So you so, can't hold it in your hand and no, look at it. And- no, well, you can look at it if it's on maybe your phone or on your you know computer. Okay, right? this is it's a brand new way of collecting items, right? How does it's it show digital. value? How how does it generate value? So yeah, right. There's just basically it's a digital ecosystem, okay. right? Where you have authenticated proof of ownership, right? It's 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 you see it's almost like digital rights management that is. It's transparent. It's publicly available. If I own a particular right, the, the, this recoil cover mm-hmm. art right okay. that I'm auctioning, right. like, I am the content creator, right? And everyone's going to see if you're bidding on one of these ten recoil NFTs, right? That it's coming from me, right? And so there's like in the real world, quote unquote, right? Where do we get? Where does value derive from, right? It can derive from like what is the item itself. Right. Right. And if, if it's a particular piece of art, for example, that evokes emotion, right? If you are, if you are all for the Second Amendment, if you're about spreading, right, that, that freedom and that liberty to all corners of our country, right? That's what this cover art stands for. So, right. Value can derive from like, does the art mean something to viewers and consumers? Also, right. Where is it coming from? Right. It's one thing if there's just some random person, right, who's creating art, but you don't know who they are, you don't know who the artist is, or you don't know who the owner is. But with this new digital collectible format, people can see, okay, right, it's coming from Top Shot Chris Chang. I'm a public person, you know, a a known entity and quantity. So that's where additional value comes in. This is an official partnership with Recoil Magazine, right? So there's additional authenticity and uh, proof of uh, content creation. Where do you store it? Can you store it on your phone? You so you you create a digital wallet, right? So there's all these new companies, right, that are basically providing digital wallet services. Okay. So you can store your NFTs, you can store your Bitcoin, right, or your other cryptocurrencies in your digital wallet. Where is that at? That's uh, where there's many places. In my back pocket. And not in your back pocket, okay. unless it's on your phone. But well, you wouldn't want it on your phone. What if you lost your phone? So here's actually the the in brief. So. You can have your digital wallet stored online on the internet, but you can also have your digital wallet goods stored offline 
on a mobile device like your phone that okay. you know some people they actually put it on airplane mode and they'll stick it in a safe deposit box like in a bank or in a gun safe or in a in a in a safe in your home so basically it, it reduces the hackability right is Somebody it a like, chip i mean is it like an sd card no it's just a so, it's just it's just software right it's 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 inter, it's it's basically you know you're not going to convince me unless i can touch it am i am i are you losing me, Mike? Or am I losing you? No. I, Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but I also understand what he's saying. Yeah. And, I, and I'm wondering if there's a delta. Between. Yeah, so so I, I want to so go back. It, this it, NBA Top Shot experience, right? This is a real-world example. Right. right? You have 500,000 new users who have signed on to this website, right? And they've paid over $780 million in a year buying, trading, and selling clips of their favorite nba players okay slam dunks and you know all sorts of like you know game-winning shots there in in, in the whole concept of digital goods it's existed for at least 20 some years mostly in games it's like people who pay 99 cents you know for the power up or you, you buy a weapon uh, um, or you buy extra lives right so these are all sort of forms of digital goods uh, right that that but they but the difference between then and now is when you're buying let's say right uh, a, a digital weapon usually like it lives in that game and you can't it's can't not portable. Get it out. Yeah. yeah you can't use that that digital weapon in other games but here's this new technology that can allow me to use items in my digital wallet across different ecosystems whether it's a game whether i want to trade them um you know i was actually talking to john dylan last night about he's got a relative who used to play diablo and this is a computer game where you basically yeah. can create weapons and armor and and he had a relative who who made enough money where he bought a hummer wow in real life you know basically creating these weapons and digital goods and selling them to other players Really? Right, so this is this has existed for decades, but it's now really coming into um, it, it, the, the applications for it are tremendous. Uh, and for the gun community, I, I think there are just radically mind blowing <laughs> implications for how we can use this technology to, to to abstract the conversation around gun rights. And so what I mean by that is, you know, if you're going to be collecting digital cards right of firearms that's much less controversial than actually collecting firearms right and if you have a global audience who could buy a collector's card of their favorite you know handgun shotgun ar-15 whatever you know it, it, it it's it's a way for us to open up those conversations right if you are collecting radios mm -hmm. or baseball cards right there's a conversation Right? There's a culture of conversation and talking about the things you collect, things you collect in real life or mm. things that you collect online. Right, It's a way for us to open up the Second Amendment discussion to new audiences who maybe at first they're just going to you know, collect NFT guns. But right, they're, they're, they're going to run into someone at some point in the same ecosystem who's going to be like, hey, you know what? Like, here's why I bought this AR-15 NFT. Because... I believe in the Second Amendment. Or, hey, you know, I own a real AR-15. You want to go to the range mm. and shoot with me and see what this the difference is between this digital collectible and, like, the real thing, right? So I think there's a lot of conversations and opportunity for us to to educate and to spread gun culture and, and have these great, rich conversations. Joe? 
Yes. What do you think? <laughs> You're awful quiet over You know, there. I did beat no. Diablo the first weekend I had it, by the way. I just wanted to wow. Of course there you, you did. Go. And, <laughs> and your Hummer is where? I didn't get a Hummer <laughs> for it. <laughs> I wonder how many upgrades did you buy? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever, have you heard of, of this before, Ursula? Of no, the... I, I have not. Um, I am, I think. I, th- I think we're on the same page. Yeah. Because like we both like tangible. Yeah, I want to. I want to hold yeah. it. I yeah, want instead of like just some digital where I feel like it could fail. I think that's probably why I don't really run red dots on pistols. It's because of the whole technology <laughs> thing. Because red dots will yeah. fail. Well, see, that was my my thinking on it too. Well, it's, it took you long enough. Well, like I was about to answer and then I lost it again. You Sorry. Know? It's uh, but um, no, that's what I, I was thinking exactly. What you are because I, I just went through this the other night with the uh, gun prom thing where they said you could put this um. Once you do the express check-in, you could put this in your digital wallet. And I was thinking, oh, I don't have one of those. I don't want one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, part of it's a generational thing, too. It's like, but you you're know, a damn, I, I want a tangible get, guy as well. well. Yeah, and that, I mean, I understand exactly what Chris is saying, and it's cool and everything. But I just, I, I hate that I have to have one of these in the first place. And I'm trying to get away from that rather than get Yeah, but it wouldn't so necessarily it, go there. But you said it earlier. It's a generational thing. Yeah, this yeah. Is a no, way that's to certainly part of it. This is a younger oh, yeah. generation the sure guns. Because what, what a lot of gun makers or even a lot of your gunsmiths are, have been doing for a while mm-hmm. is mocking guns in a lot of video games. So that's when a lot of the, the theme pistols came up or like, you know, there's ARs designed as like the uh, Mandalorian and, you know, uh-huh. just, there's all types of, of styles and designs out there where kids see these guns in these video games and then when they become of age, they're like, hey, I really want to shoot that gun. Yeah, and if so, that works, that's, that's a great way in. Yeah, that's a great way to use that. So I think this would be a good way to get, sure. get uh, your younger generations in, the ones that are dependent on uh, or a little more versed in a lot of digital stuff. Like it took mm-hmm. me like you forever. were right the first time. Huh? Depended, <laughs> definitely depended. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm like. You even, were right the but, first time. But I'm in that that generation where it's like, uh, you know, I'd rather have something tangible, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm still gonna get some crypto because on the off chance that everybody's right about this. I still so read the like, newspaper. You know, <laughs> like I still got diversify. I like, still read the newspaper. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I got. I like the newspaper. I like, like magazines. The tangible, yeah. I, you know, every single bathroom in my house has a whole bunch of magazines and well, stuff. It, just in case yeah, you, you can get, phone. but yeah, <laughs> you can get that online. <laughs> yeah, but I actually do like having yeah. tangible magazines. But Chris, I totally get where you're coming from. You're not dealing with us older generation, right? And you know, I, I think part of it is right. We have newer generations who've right. grown up in a digital first, they digital know nothing only yeah. right environment. And, and what I'm trying to say here is that. We need to go to where the puck is going, mm. right? Pu- we just we, if we're going to take At, the hockey, is yes, that in hockey, yes, indeed, indeed, right? It's like right, we, you can't go to where the puck is. You have to go to where the puck is going, right? If you want to right. win, right? If you want to win the game, right? You have we have to understand the trends that are happening. It doesn't matter whether you know us as an individual, right, uh, wants to collect digital items right. it's about understanding that there are millions of people who do right right and this is this is where this is the next frontier of 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 i think social impact of cultural discussions also just fun right part, part of part of my excitement about about digital collectibles is you know the, i i want to bring a new level of fun to firearms and firearms culture and, mm-hmm. and, and conversation and how we learn about you know gun history and, and I see uh, NFTs and, and digital collectibles as so a how great, many do you have? Uh, I own four NFTs at the moment. Uh, none of them are guns though, but uh, two basketball ones. Uh, I might be bidding on some art here soon. Um, but anyways, I think the the the, the point is. 
when I think about like how an organization such as San Diego County Gun Owners right could utilize an NFT like digital collectible format, one one piece that's going on here is you know, so people like to have memorabilia mm-hmm. about their experiences, right? So mm-hmm. let's say as part of buying my 2022 gun prom ticket, right, that I get a digital badge, right, that says I you know I went to gun prom 2022. And then, right next, mm. you know, year after that, right, people can collect all like of these the badges, like the old pins, and uh, yes, and yeah. it's similar. Like you know, there there are there are gun folks who have patch boards, right? So they collect patches, right, and they basically they're peacocking, right, showing off all the patches and coins and and badges that they have. There's a very similar Is that dynamic the new word here. now, peacocking. Yeah, well, well, it's that everyone you know loves to show off their stuff, but um, who us? Yeah. One last idea, right? So there's this other con- stuff other concept of fractional ownership. So if you can imagine, right, maybe San Diego County Gun Owners sells a $5 NFT that is $5 worth of a partial membership, right? And every few months you can release another NFT, you know, collect your badge and basically help people build their way up to, you know, additional membership levels. And again, it's like a great branding opportunity for San Diego County gun owners or really any organization that wants to get in on this. You, I, need, you know, I know somebody you, that works there. I'm going to run these ideas by him. Yeah. See what he says. You need to get you need to get a hobby. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I'm so offended. I know you are. Hey, don't go anywhere. Sam the Gunman and Mike Drop is right around the corner. You don't want to miss it right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, we live in a state where your self-defense rights are under attack. Let us be your voice and help defend and restore the Second Amendment. Help spread the word about the fight. There's two easy things that you can do. One, like and subscribe to the show on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, the podcast, or whatever way you like to listen to the show. You can also leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps boost the show and puts it in front of a lot of people. All right, Mike, what are we going to do to the kid today? We're going to stump my nephew. Uh, For those who are listening for the first time, we have a segment uh, here that's extremely popular. Stump my nephew. My nephew happens to know a lot about guns. We found out he's really good at gun trivia. If you mail in or email email. Mail like it. Mail it. Yeah, mail I like it the letters. In. Yeah, mail it and get a stamp. Uh, if you uh, are there, are there non frangible stamps? I did. I just totally messed that up. Yeah, yeah. Fungible. <laughs> fungible. There non fungible stamps that Not you can yet. buy. Not yeah, yet. I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> anyway, if you send us a question and we use it on the air, we'll give you a hat or a shirt. If you stump my nephew, we'll give you a lifetime of training from Front Sight. Sammy, there. Yeah. How are you guys? Fantastic. How are you? Pretty good. Now, you know you're on air with Chris Chang from Top Shot. Do you know who he is? I do. Awesome. Well, he's here uh, talking. Hello. <laughs> and Great Ur- to have you on. And Ursula Williams, who's a three-gun champion extraordinaire. Oh, do you know who she is? I've heard the name. 
Oh, thanks. All right, well, there you go. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, that's on the East Coast, girl. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, Ursula has a question for you. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's have it. All right, so which brand of firearms featured proprietary flat tech technology? Sorry, can you say that again? Which brand of firearms or firearm manufacturer features a proprietary flat tech technology? And that's F-L-A-T-E-C. F-L-A-T-E-C. Two words. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, I've, he's usually oh. peacocking by now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I haven't the faintest clue. I'm sorry to disappoint. Oh! 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 Okay, so... Uh, I'm gonna give you a clue. This is a very rare. Okay, yeah, give him a clue. I'm, I'm gonna give you a clue. Are you are you watching us on like YouTube right now? No, no, no maybe not. not. No, I'm I'm just calling in with a home telephone. Yeah, with a L- flip landline. Phone. <laughs> flip, flip phone. So it's actually one of my sponsors. That's not gonna help. That's not gonna help. No, because he just. Politely... I guess I guess he need to know yeah. me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, what's your sponsor? Staccato. Oh. You know that explains why I'm not familiar with it. I uh, um, that's that's a little out of my price range. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you do know STI changed their name to Staccato back in March of last year. Yeah, um, we uh, at at the shop we constantly get people coming in asking after those, but um, it's it's difficult to stock three thousand dollar nineteen elevens. Twenty elevens, but cool. <laughs> okay, so um, I, I take it you're one of those who uh, who, who always steps in and, and corrects 2011. But yeah, um, no, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm, I'm, look, I'm not on that foot level, but uh, but, but it's just one of those things where it's like it's still uh, 1911 technology that just that got souped up a little bit. That's pretty much it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed by what they've been able to do with their pistols. I haven't had the chance to shoot one, but um, I I've handled them and. It's amazing how smooth everything is, completely fresh from the factory, and I'm very envious that you're sponsored by them. Well, what's the most significant change between a 1911 and a 2011? Or did we just did we just stump you again? Correct me if I'm wrong, but the 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 biggest change that you'll see because um, other companies sell 1911s as 2011s. I believe it's just that they use double stack magazines, but STI or sorry, Staccato also makes single stack pistols. So I I don't know if that's completely correct. No, that's pretty much it. Um, That was the main reason. So I guess the question is, is there a single stack 2011 or is it all double stack? There are some people who actually refer to some of the Staccato, basically the Staccato C and the R, which they don't even make anymore. Those, some people will call them single stack 2011s. Oh really? Yeah, it's, okay. it's so, weird. I know. So I know. it what? So what? What's the biggest? Is there? A, what's the most Let's, significant change between a single stack twenty eleven and a nineteen eleven? We know. Most of the time, uh, everything fancier. Every, and everything's yeah, exactly fancier. Made just a little bit. They're made a little bit tighter. Wait, 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 Ursula. A, a single stack, stack 2011 is basically yeah, a nineteen eleven. All right, hey, then the people, kid was right. I got to defend no, my nephew but, here. But. Main change outside of just that is going to be your caliber choices. Yeah. So most of your 2011 is going to run in nine mils, 38 supers. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and also, uh, uh, there's a couple 40s floating around there as well. Nobody so, likes 40. There, you know what? For Does anybody US, like 40? For USPSA, everybody loves 40 because uh, 40 is going to be. 40 the, just gets you into major power factor, right? Yep. It gets you in a major, but you don't have. 
basically capacity issues as you would if you were shooting 45. Mm. So that's why a lot of shooters prefer 40 for USPSA. And right. plus you get more points by shooting major power factor and then that's a whole nother rabbit hole TV show or radio show we can go the, go down another time. But um other than that I, I So do you carry do you carry twenty you have a twenty is one yes. of your staccatos a twenty eleven? They're all oh technically they all are, but they all are. Oh. even my single stack ones. <laughs> your single stack your single, single stack, stack twenty eleven is exact nineteen eleven. That's funny. But he did not know that it was staccato. So. Yeah, bringing it right back. All right, my friend. Well, you can't win them all, Sam. Can't win them all. Yeah, sorry to disappoint. But you definitely, but, need, um, to, definitely need to shoot one. Um, yeah. You got to send maybe, him one. Maybe, maybe you what? can send him one. Send him one. Or What? He's probably living in New Jersey Virginia. somewhere. No, he lives Virginia. In Virginia. Yeah. I think we, we can do what we call freedom experiences, where we actually go around the U.S., pick out you know different gun ranges, and people come down and shoot all of but, them. Virginia, have you ever been to Virginia? I have not. Well, then there you go. All right, I'll <laughs> pack it up, girl. Pack see, it up. See, what we can do it. I don't think That'd she, be kind of fun. she doesn't go state to state and just let people shoot her guns. That's not what she's talking about. No, you're well, saying that, that no, it, yeah, you, or is that is yeah. what you're talking about? Um, yeah. I do both. So, like every time they come to Arizona, or you just they, can't do California. No, but I might have well, you, to do a for a special like off roster day for y'all. Well, no, you could bring it in. I'm sure. What's your magazine capacity though? A lot. Yeah, <laughs> so you, but that's no illegal. Support? You don't have any guns that are ten or fewer, right? One. You have one gun. Actually, is it a staccato? Two. They're both staccatos. Could we meet at the desert? Can we meet out in the desert? I'm cool with that. I mean, you Yuma. know, Yuma. I'm gonna be Yuma. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you can bring an off-roster gun into California. It's just the magazine mm-hmm. issue would be a problem. So you could bring like your two ten-round magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Staccatos in. Mm-hmm. You can bring them in. She won't so like I don't know it, if you're. If you're. No, I, you know, you know, I'm gonna bring all of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're gonna bring all of them. Very felo- like felonious day. Why well, didn't want felonious? Felonious. You can get pinned magazines, right? Huh? Would they send you pinned magazines for use in California? No. Please don't look at no. look on her face. No. It's like you no. just. She's not even gonna bring all, it up. First you just of all, I wouldn't even ask them that. Like that is no. They would look at you nope. and say, "What? You move?" Yep. They're gonna be like, "Why?" Unsponsored. Oh yeah. They're gonna be like, "Uh, we're no longer affiliated." Who with was the other, there was another 1911 manufacturer, not STI or Staccato. It, there was another 1911 manufacturer that had a double stack. Rock That's, Island does those. Um, yeah. In fact, we have one of their 10 millimeter double stacks in the store right and, now. And mm-hmm. Para Ordnance. That's the other one. Yes. They have a double stack 1911. Yeah, they make this enormous double stack 45 that I I can barely fit my hand around it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah, yeah well, there you go well we ran out of time to do my mic drop but i actually liked this a little bit better so we kept yeah. going yeah cool we don't need a mic drop when with you guys but no and that, uh, that mic drop had, subject will be around for a while ursula drop there unfortunately <laughs> well that's awesome you guys are awesome i can't tell you seriously in in from the bottom of my heart um, it, it is truly an honor that you guys came to Gun Prom, that you, you came into San Diego just to uh, do Gun Prom. Right. Uh, it really means a lot to me, and I, I appreciate it very much. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, right. So much of what we do, you just have to show up. Mm-hmm. That, is, that, is, that is the lowest threshold. Is there, you there's, just have to show up, and I don't I'm remember, happy to be here. Yeah, history's made by those who show up. Then yeah. I forget who said Instead that. of talking the talk, I you're walking the walk. My the old saying goes. I may have said that. I, might be, I, I think I just quoted <laughs> yeah, myself. Quote yeah. Michael Which, by the way... <laughs> That's another dream of mine is to just quote myself, you know? <laughs> or or better yet, have someone quote me, you know. But back wasn't to that me. wasn't yeah. that in Red Dawn? Yeah, <laughs> I think that was in Red Dawn. Where's our assistant? Where's our assistant over here? He'll tell uh-huh. us. <laughs> you guys are making someone's dream come true just by showing up and, and having a party. 
Thank yeah. you. Amazing. Thanks for well, having thanks, us. Yeah. yeah she, are you kidding? Party? <laughs> I'm coming, like, right? Done. All know. right. It's like uh, twisting arms, right? <laughs> now, she only comes to California because it makes her feel better when she goes home. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. It's, Outside of the weather. I know. I, I do feel better. As soon as I see Welcome Back to Arizona, I'm like, oh. Oh, my right. God. I made it. I made it. I made it. <laughs> All right, folks. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I don't know if Mr. Siegel's in the house or not. But if he is, it'll be a great show. Uh, remember, subscribe to our podcast and just search Gun Owners Radio and you'll find us. Leave a five-star review to help get the word out. And please support all our great sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners, U.S. Law Shield, Dillon Law Group, PRMI Mortgage, 365 Glacier Payments, Scott Vincent at Coldwell Banker Royalty Realty and National Casino Carry. Thanks to uh, Joe Dramisi, Michael Schwartz, Sam the Gunman, and Joe Little right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.